What, which, this, that, or the other? From Bonnaroo to Coachella, traversing the music festival landscape can be tricky. That's where we come in with high fives for everyone. The What Podcast with Brad, Barry, Lord Taco, dedicated to exploring the entire festival scene. Brad has worked in the radio industry for more than 20 years and currently lives in Brooklyn, where he is program director for three stations, including one in New York, one in Detroit, and one in Miami. Barry's been a reporter for the Chattanooga Times Free Press, covering all aspects of the entertainment industry since 1987. That's before you were born. Lord Taco, the smart guy who makes these podcasts on our website at thewhatpodcast.com work. Also really good at identifying babies, loves blue-haired moms, PBR, and his beautiful Volkswagen bus. We all fell in love with the Bonnaroo Festival years ago, not only because of the amazing bands that play there every year, but also because of the incredible community spirit that has developed around it. Radiate positivity. And we really like talking about the inside baseball stuff when it comes to putting on a huge music festival. So join us. You can hear the What Podcast on the Consequence Podcast Network or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Welcome to Good for a Weekend. I'm Cressy. And I'm Allie. And you're listening to an individually recorded episode where one of us has some thoughts to share, and they aren't quite long enough for a full-blown episode. Yes, we're working on our regular length episodes, but had something to say in the meantime. Without further ado, welcome to Don't Blame don't Allie. Me, Just don't. Don't crazy if it doesn't, you ain't doing it right. Hello, Good for a Weekend listeners. Welcome to the very first edition of Don't Blame Allie. <sighs> So this is completely solo, and if I'm being honest, completely unscripted, but you know what? I had to grab the mic because there's been a lot going on in the past few days. I don't know if y'all have noticed, but Evermore's out, and it's been out for about, god I'm bad at math, um, like five days now? Well, if I had recorded this two days ago, Saturday to be exact, you would have seen me on my hill to die on that taylor was going to release i didn't know what i just felt like something was going to be released on her birthday and you know what i know that now the time has passed it is now monday it is no longer taylor's birthday but something just doesn't feel right to me because let's think about it hear me out taylor releases evermore something that she has known about since The Cardigan music video came out, for sure. Probably even before that. Sorry you just heard my email. It can wait. I am just a little confused why she would wait, or why she wouldn't wait to release Evermore on her birthday where she literally turns 31. 13 backwards. This woman is so into numerology and like, specific dates and she chose to release her album not on her 31st birthday a birthday that she's waited for since she was 13 something didn't quite feel right to me and i don't know if you can hear the anxiety in my voice but something still doesn't feel right now i know that she always does friday releases like i previously mentioned Well, that was a very fair argument and is even more fair now that we know that nothing came out on her birthday. But in a time where she has been breaking so many rules, I literally swore something was going to come out yesterday. So much so that I actually, I lost $20 to my boyfriend, which 
is a shame. Um, but <clears throat> I just, I don't know. I, you can tell this is unscripted because I'm honestly very, very troubled right now. There's another reason why I thought it was going to come out on Sunday. And again, I didn't know if it was going to be the third album in the trilogy, which I guess I should explain for a minute. Honestly, I don't have a deep handle on the whole trilogy theories right now. I just know that there is a shitload of them. But let's just go to the most probably basic foundational one is the fact that she released those three cardigans, the normal cardigan, the pinkish cardigan, or I guess it's beige. I'm not sure that symbolizes Evermore. The first cardigan obviously symbolized the first folklore album. And so everyone is thinking that this green gray cardigan is symbolizing the third album that's going to come out. Now I've seen theories where people think that this third album is going to be named Cottagecore, Woodvale. I think I've seen other ones too. Um, and honestly, I am a believer. I think that she probably does have a third album coming out. And the reason why I was semi convinced that it was going to come out on her birthday, even though I know that's ridiculously, ridiculously fast, like too fast of a turnaround is because, okay, let's think about this for a second. Basically, I'm all about that third album theory, but hear me out for why I think that that third album, if it does exist, will be coming to us sooner rather than later. And this is why I was so convinced it might have happened Sunday, but it didn't. I think that if Taylor waited another five months, whatever it was, to release this third album, by that point, I hate to say it, it would be kind of old news. Like if she waited the exact same time frame that was between Folklore to Evermore and then waited that same amount of months for the third album, I think if she released it, people might kind of sort of be annoyed. They're like, uh, you know, the whole infatuation of this, it's just over. Like you got us the first time a whole lot. Everyone freaked out with Folklore. Evermore, you got us even more, Taylor. We were even more surprised to see a second album. I honestly, I would have never thought we were getting a second Folklore album. But if she decided to release a third album in the exact same time frame, exact same way as Evermore, I think people would be tired of it. I think people would just be like, oh, yep, there's just another alternative album by Taylor Swift. She did it again. Woo. But if she released it sooner rather than later, if she released it in about a week, <laughs> now I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm obviously, this is called Don't Blame Allie because I am the queen of optimism, but hear me out. If she releases it sooner rather than later, that just honestly, it makes her more iconic. Like if she dropped that second album and then the third album right back to back, the trilogy is still new and surprising. If she dropped the trilogy album five months from now, it's not still new and surprising. It's almost expected. I think Taylor, if this third album does exist, she has to release it within the next month, if not sooner. So mark my words. But although Cressy isn't in this episode, we do have a little Cressy twist because she did text me a theory that she thought that I would obviously cling to with my um, blind optimism, I guess we should say. Oh yeah, it's my blind optimism to blame. Wow, can't blame me. 
Let's see. So Cressy said, and I honestly would have never noticed this without Cressy, but there's something happening on Taylor's Twitter. So she tweeted something like, I guess a few days ago, I guess it was three days ago. I'm going to read it directly from Cressy. Cressy says, quote, what is Taylor planning? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Two days ago, she tweeted something with three emojis and yesterday with two and today one, three, two, one, what's coming, end quote. Could this be the trilogy album? I think it's possible. I also, okay, I think it's equally likely when I was thinking that something was going to be released on her birthday or this coming week and so on. I also thought it was equally likely that she would perhaps release her re-recordings. Now, I know when the Love Story excerpt came out from the Ryan Reynolds commercial um, for Match.com or eHarmony, whatever it was, Taylor tweeted, I'm working very hard on getting my new music to you. It's not done yet. Blah, blah, blah. Um, the fact that she's already recorded <laughs> Love Story... Am I the only person that's shocked by that? That's already working way quicker than I ever imagined. And I was thinking about it. I don't think that Taylor is going to wait for like some really big significant date. Like, I don't know, like of May of next year or anything like that. I think that pretty much as soon as Taylor has those re-recordings done, she will release them. Because although the music's been bought by someone new who's not Scooter anymore, Scooter is still benefiting from the money of Taylor's masters, even when it's owned by someone else. I think that Taylor is not going to wait maybe more than a week than she needs to to release those re-recordings. I think that she wants to own those masters stat. So as soon as that's done, I think she's going to release it. I was shocked to hear that she already recorded love story which makes me think has she recorded all the way i mean she's probably all the way through country taylor at this rate she's probably on to 1989 at least which means we're gonna get a new i can make the bad guys good for a weekend which is amazing and i can't wait i'm getting a text from Cressy right now she heard me oh oh she is saying okay Cressy is sexing me hot um, hot takes as we speak. You can hear them. She just said that I did something bad is better from the AMA version than her Reptor version. Let's let that sink in. But anyways, yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say today. I mean, don't blame Allie if I'm wrong, please. But I think that every theory could use a little bit of optimism. I've been a clown before. I thought for certain that Taylor was going to announce her engagement in the Lakes music video. (laughs) And we got neither engagement or music video. So I was a clown twice. I'm prepared to be a clown again. Honestly, if I'm wrong, sucks for the whole world. You know, we all don't get new Taylor. But if I'm right, I get to be a boss ass bitch who called it. So we'll see. I don't know. That was aggressive. I am drinking wine per usual, but so does Taylor. Anyways, even though we're going to wait to talk about our Evermore reactions, there are certain things that I can just not wait a single second more to share with my good for a weekend listeners. And that is 
it's so hard to say, so maybe I can wait a second more. I might like the songs on Evermore more than Folklore. It's hard to even say that myself. Hear me out. I think that Folklore is a better altogether album. I think it's a better package. It's Grammy nominated, hopefully going to win the Grammy. And I totally agree that Folklore is the full package. But when it comes to songs that I want to go to and listen to on repeat and specifically play over and over again, for instance, for rep album, there's like 500, the album doesn't even have 500 songs and there's 500 songs I want to play over and over again from rep. I think that Evermore has more of those songs for me. For instance, Dorothea, fucking banger, banger. No one else has been talking about Ivy, and I love Ivy. It kind of has a similar sound to Invisible String, so maybe that's just my type of music since that was my favorite from Folklore for a while. Um, but I just, I just think that the songs on Evermore, to me, are ones that I want to play in the car with my windows down on repeat forever. Whereas with Folklore... I instantly love the album. Huge folklore girl. Huge folklore girl. But I had a very hard time picking a favorite song. It was Invisible String for a while for me from folklore. Um, but when even when I heard it the first time, I was just kind of like, I don't know. I don't, like I like all the songs. I love all the songs, but I cannot pick a favorite. It was seemingly impossible for me. I don't really feel that in Evermore. I feel like there are songs that I just want to listen to immediately over again once I stop. And you probably are noticing that I haven't mentioned one yet. And yes, it's also, oh, I don't know. It might be my number one. I'm really contradicting myself here. But nobody, no crime. The first time I listened to that was electric. Honestly, It could have brought tears to my eyes by the amount I was like, I finally hear country Taylor again. She is back. And I think that was the first time I ever have felt that way. I mean, Betty was obviously country and melody of it was very country. But I feel like in terms of Taylor's voice, this was the first time we fully heard that country Taylor again. And honestly, mad respect. That might be how I have to end it. Okay. I'm not sure if I shared anything that you were going to find important today. If I'm wrong about something coming, perhaps tomorrow, then you can laugh at me later. But basically, the moral of the story is don't blame Allie. Don't blame me. Love made me crazy if it doesn't you ain't doing.